This is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, both the New York State Assembly and the New York State Senate are working to finalize their so-called one-house budgets, or in other words, their proposals to respond to the governor's budget submission back in January. These proposals should be adopted by early next week, which sets the stage for three-way negotiations with the governor's office to work towards adoption of a final state budget by the state deadline of April 1st. Given the numerous extensive cuts in cost shifts that were proposed in the executive budget in January, including several adverse to physicians and patients, an important development that should help out is Congress's adoption and the president signing into law this week the $1.9 billion stimulus package. While the package contains many important measures, including measures to help protect consumers maintain or obtain health insurance coverage over the next year through increased subsidies, it also included $12.5 billion to New York State to help it close its multi-year $15 billion budget deficit. We are hopeful that these new funds will obviate the need for these ill-timed budget proposals, such as the proposal to force physicians to pay for half of the cost of their excess medical malpractice insurance coverage, and the proposal to significantly cut the appropriation to MISNY's Committee for Physicians' Health. Then, of course, there are the litany of other adverse policy proposals in the state budget, including proposals to reduce due process protections, for a physician when a complaint has been filed against them with the OPMC, proposals to expand the scope of pharmacists to adjust medications and order lab tests without physician approval or coordination, and proposals to expand telehealth coverage through expansion of the use of out-of-state physicians rather than helping to ensure in-state physicians are paid fairly for providing telehealth services. And then there are other concerning proposals, such as the legalization of recreational use marijuana, and the removal of the prescriber prevails protections in Medicaid. You'll know over the weekend how the Assembly and Senate will react to these specific proposals. We feel like we've been making good progress on these issues in our meetings with legislative leaders and rank and file members of both houses. Certainly a big thank you again to the many of you who participated in our Physician Advocacy Day last week and had meetings with your local legislators as well as all of you who have taken the time to send a letter or a tweet to your legislators on these issues. As budget negotiations heat up over the next few weeks, please continue to make these contacts. It is very important. One item that unfortunately was not addressed in the Congressional Stimulus Package was any action to prevent the 2% Medicare sequester cut from being implemented again on April 1st. Congress took action multiple times last year to halt the implementation of this cut to help physicians and other Medicare providers manage the financial consequences of the pandemic. However, the latest delay runs out on March 31st. While substantial advocacy efforts were undertaken by the AMA and medical societies across the country to push the halting of the sequester cut into the stimulus package, it could not be included due to the rules of the U.S. Senate as to what is permitted to be included in a budget reconciliation package, which is how they pass the stimulus, which only requires there be a majority of senators in favor, or 51, as opposed to other legislative items 
that must be passed in so-called regular order, which needs 60 votes to avoid a filibuster. Instead, the AMA and MISNI together with the Federation of Medicine are encouraging physicians to push for legislation, such as H.R. 315 introduced in the House of Representatives, that would prevent the implementation of this ill-timed Medicare cut. You can find the link to send a grassroots letter to Senators Schumer and Senator Gillibrand and your respective representative in today's e-news. For those of you who were unable to attend Physicians Advocacy Day last week, we are happy to report that it was recorded and will be available for viewing from MISNI's CME website, cme.misni.org. From this site as well, you can also listen to the litany of other recorded educational programming including Disney's popular Medical Matters and Veterans Matters programs. Please also put on your calendar Wednesday, March 24th at 7.30 a.m. for Disney's next Medical Matters CME program, Three Coronaviruses in Three Decades. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your continued commitment to Disney and your County Medical Society and most importantly, your patients. We are certainly going through a very dynamic and fluid time with a myriad of far-reaching healthcare proposals under discussion. So please remain alert for further updates and calls to action. We will speak again next week.